Hello and welcome to All the Overs, the only Essex cricket podcast. I'm Terry. I'm Cheese. And I'm Owen. And today we're going to be looking predominantly at the last few T20 matches. Good to see you guys. Always a pleasure. Yep. Absolutely. Um, I think we're in uh, quite a good spot. But yeah, hopefully you've had a good week. The weather's looking good. And obviously uh, the one day, not one day, uh, championship starts uh, game starts today at 11 o'clock, so fingers crossed for that, but we'll come to that a bit later. But I think it's been a very interesting week. I don't know, don't know if you've seen on Twitter, but um, there's uh, the Grumbler tweeted, there's a whole thread um, about all of the, county, um, the counties in the T20 and the um, issues around the travelling. I don't know if you've seen that, um, but... Uh, yeah, there's there's the suggestion that the um, the schedule is um, ridiculously packed and there's too much travelling uh, short in short periods of time. Don't know what your thoughts are. Yeah, it's very condensed, isn't it? We we're going to summarise what seven games since our last pod. I know it's yeah. a little bit later than we normally do it, but mm. that's a lot to fit in, and we're not travelling around. We're not leaving our families to go all over the country. Yeah. Um, so as players, it must be exhausting. And then as fans, think of the miles that you're racking up. If you were wanting to go to every game, it's incredible. Well, you spend probably more time in the car than you, or the training you spend out with it, to be fair. Um, yeah, I thought, um, yeah, Dar- Derbyshire have been hit particularly hard in terms of their journey up and down the country, same as Durham. Um, but... But you know, even even what Sunday we had Somerset. So, I mean, that's that's a fair old trek, isn't it? That's a schlep across the country. Um, so, I mean, good for us in the sense that you know there's a lot of cricket going on. But yeah. Anyway, in terms of how well we're doing, one five lost two, not a bad position to be in. Are you both quite happy with um, how we're performing at the moment or just in general before we go into some of the nitty gritty? If you'd have asked me that before the the competition started, you, you take that. You take that record all day, comfortably in the red. Well, not in, not in the red, sorry, um, like in the wins column. Mm. However, you look at the games, they're not comfortable performances maybe one or two have been decent and on the flip side one or two have been really bad yeah yeah um i'm thinking hampshire pretty disastrous um yeah i think on the surface you look at the overall and you think that's that's not too bad but but i I think some of the outcomes have been quite surprising though i mean I, i was expecting to thump Hampshire, um, and they thumped us. I mean, looking at the table, they're ahead of us, aren't they? At the moment, you know, we're we're four, they're three, and not surprising, you know, the, the top top two are Somerset and Surrey. So in terms of our position on the table, that's okay, I think, for this point. Um, but I have to say that. Um, I found a couple of the performances disappointing, but um, should we should we have a look at the the, the wins we were happy with? We, so we were happy with Kent, we're happy with Sussex. 
Yeah, I think having the, the, those two away wins is really good because I think, you know, we're saying just in the our pre-chat about how um, previous campaigns we've, you know, got Fortress Chelmsford sort of held our own there and, and then struggle, struggle with the away matches. Um, so it's really nice to see uh, the fact that, yeah, we went to Sussex and we went to Kent. Both teams, I think, in the past we've, you know, not done so well against um, and put in convincing victories, which is nice. Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, Kent's typically been stronger at shorter formats than they have um, Red Bull, and they've often been a bit of a, a bogey team for, for us. So to to get that win is nice. I think the players would have very much enjoyed um, getting Ravi out first over when we played um, Sussex. I know he got a 50 in the other game, but I think they would have very much enjoyed that. Not that there's any animosity um, between them, but you know, it's it's that we used to be colleagues, a little bit of rivalry and friendly banter between them and the pride. So yeah, yeah there's there's definitely been some good wins. There's, I just think that none of the scores have been particularly good. Modern twenty twenty two hundred is really. I think it's the benchmark. You, you get over 200, you've done really well. You get 180, 190, that's par. And then a lot of our games, we've been set targets of like 150. And I'm thinking, that's not a good score. That's what, you know, teams sort of averaged when this format first came out. We didn't really understand the tactics and how to play it that well. Yeah, and I see what you mean. I mean, we're used to, um, over the last sort of few years, you know, seeing really high scores. And, you know, that, that that's, as you say, it's par for the course, but, you know, 200 plus to be the the kind of standard. I mean, we achieved that with Glamorgan. Um, but when you look at all the others, you know, the, the, we're averaging, you know, at, at 150, 160, not even 160. Yeah, what we, we uh, yeah, Sussex was... 163 um but all the others are you know between 140 and 155 ish and just I, I makes it just makes me wonder if if you know is is that is that us is that this season is it to do with the conditions is you know i i, I wonder you know what what seems to have caused that this time around i can't really think because the although it's not been apart from the last couple of days it's been the warmest summer in the world i mean i've been turning up to the the games with a jumper and a jacket because it's been so cold in the evenings but the pitch has been really dry we've not had much rain have we really so no, very little uh, so you think with the, our currently seam bowling our seam bowling attack that we would um the, yeah, that, that maybe that that's that it would still favor the batsman having very very dry flat wickets whereas you know Normally, when this is this weather, you would you expect to have sort of wet grass top ones that favour the bowlers. So yeah, I don't know, especially especially with a lot of the smaller grounds like Chelsea, where they bring the boundaries really in to make sure they can get as many crowd as much crowded as possible. It seems it does seem strange that the, the ball's not flying all over the place. Yeah, I mean, I think the bowlers have actually done a decent job, apart from the Hampshire game. Like we've typically limited the other team to. 150, 160, and you look at them and you're like, these are very reasonable targets. Like that shouldn't 
be a challenge. So I don't really think the problem lies with the bowlers. You know, we were talking before, Cook's got a hat-trick, Harmer's got a hat-trick. I think Harmer's coming a lot more into the fold now, now that the pitches are drying out and there's more spin and he can be a bit more aggressive as compared to how he's had to start the the season in the in the test like um county championship i just feel maybe we're not getting the partnerships we're not cementing any rhythm in chases to make these things the i don't want to say easy because it's obviously professional sport but we're making them more challenging than they probably should be and it works now it works in the groups we're fourth. We've got a game in hand on Hampshire. If we win, we go up to third, probably higher on run rate. It's where you want to be. It's all about making it through the rounds. But 150s, they're not going to win quarterfinals. They're not competition winning tours, though, are they? No. Like, I don't think you make finals day if you're averaging 150. I think you can win the final on 150 because it's a different game. And that's a lot more, you know, how you play the day, how you play the match and everything else but you have got to have the ability to consistently score big and I'm not seeing it just yet especially with the northern group as well there's very strong teams in the north that we're going to start facing do you really think 150 is going to beat the likes of like Warwickshire or someone Mm, I'm inclined to say no but also it's been, um, do you think we're going, we're just going too aggressive in that? So we, in the, the game on Tuesday night, when was it, when Pep was going all guns blazing? So but, Tuesday would have been, do you, do you mean the Sussex game? Yeah, when, when the game when Pep was going absolutely hell for leather and he was getting, he got a really big score. And at the other end, the batters, Rather than going, like, yeah. I can go in a supporting role now to make sure we don't lose wickets. Because you've got uh, Pepper, who's had a strike rate of 200, I believe, in the, in the match. Mm. You can go, right, I can, I can just, I don't need to be going at a high strike rate because you've got Pepper's got his eye and he's, got, he's really going for it. Yet they were also, let's try and hit every single ball for six and out the ground, then it didn't work at the, at the other end so, so well. It just seems that. The strategy of, of, you know, I mean, it's been fed down from the England team, but they are the 11 best, best 11 best players in the country, aren't they? So yeah. it's, I think it's different at their level. But it seems we aren't playing within our strengths. And I think that it came undone massively. We go with the Hampshire game, um, where you had the Sussex match, Das scored really, 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 really well. And then the next day you go to Hampshire, and it's, it's like we could hit off the square. And it just seems as if maybe... Mm-hmm. Our batting tactics aren't exactly where they should be. And I'm really worried, as Cheese mentioned, that I think we'll get through the group. I'll be just very disappointed with this start if we don't get through the group. But if we had this, these, these games where we, it's shown that we can, just, we can just not turn up, if you do that the next round, that's it. You get no, there's no second chance. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah. I don't even think getting through the groups uh, a given. I mean, we should do, but haven't, wasn't it similar? last season or was it the season before we were at this sort of stage of the competition during review similar sort of start in the table had it all in our own hands and then we lost like easy games that on paper were super easy one one that i think it might have been against surrey who were top at the time um 
and then we didn't make it through because we not choked but we didn't turn up the, the consistency wasn't there and what yeah. should have been an easy path out and you I think you said that at the time didn't you I think you used that exact phrase they just didn't turn up I think if we went back a few pods um that's what we'd find but I think I think you know what you were saying Owen about um about the the batting strategy if you like I think Paul Newton said something similar on Wednesday and he said that you know that it would be better if if they were thinking more carefully about um you know for want of a better phrase having someone holding the end up and then you know you know if someone's found their stride kind of let them get into it um but you know I mean in in the Sussex game that um that we mentioned so d- does um went out for a duck Walter got two Lawrence got a duck you know and I think that the it was they'd they'd gone in and they kind of you know didn't think carefully about placing the ball and you know let's ease myself in gently they've gone in and gone a bit gung-ho and got, and got caught so maybe there's a point to <clears throat> to focus on what the what the partnerships look at when they when they go out there yeah but the part of the course going for it the catches we've given it's like we're giving them catching practice. I mean, they are very, very weak dismissals where you just pop in the ball up in the air and it's simple catches. Mm-hmm. Essex has fantastic fielding. We've, we've been fielding really, really well. Really well. Especially in the, uh, the games this week, I thought the fielding's been outstanding. But against your position, I can't remember any, any of the bats from getting out with like spectacular diving catches and things like that. It's literally just popping They're up. Very basic the catches. Yeah. Well, one, I think one of them was just a top edge and it just skied it. Um, so it just went up and straight back down again. And then another one was, um, I forget um, which side of the pitch it was, but um, just a re- like a really easy, yeah, easy, easy dink. So, but it's a fine balance, though. Like, you don't really have time to play yourself in. You get what, maybe four balls, and then you've really got to start looking to, to score. I guess it's just how aggressive you take that first shot. You know, do you go for the six or do you go for the the one in space, two into space and just try and build runs that way? And maybe that's the sort of balance. You, you can't take an over or two because the run rate is going to be too much askew to do anything with it. I think our big problem really is that we don't really know our lineup just yet. We're yeah. blooding in some new people, which is great. Like Das, I think, has got a huge amount of potential. And mm. we've seen him score. But I think he's been at one, two, three, all like pretty much any position in the top six over these first few games, which probably doesn't help him, you know. Does he need to be aggressive? Does he need to build? Does he need to be safe? Like Rossington's been fairly consistent as an opener, but when he's not played, we've you know we've had Lawrence there. Lawrence isn't really an opener. He's probably a very aggressive three because his talent. Cushy's been up and down. Buttleman came in at nine or eight the other night, and he's like, well, that's very low. Surely he should be a little bit higher. Probably not got much of a chance in his first game coming in that low. Yeah. Where did Buttermore go? He was he played he came in late at was it Glamorgan, wasn't it? 
I think it was. Yeah, I think that was his first yeah. first senior first like senior. of the season, and he came he in at eight or nine. One, two, three. Yeah, came in at nine. But and yeah, not out for ten. Still put still put ten on the scoreboard. It's not bad, but. So, from what I, from what you just said, cheese, like it doesn't feel like we've got a settled team. As in, we, you know, we've not got a consistent approach every every game. And I, and I know that it's because you know you've got different people coming in, but you, you'd probably still expect when you've got the consistent people, they'd they'd probably sit in roughly the same position. Yeah, I think the team is actually quite settled. Like it looks like we're going to play Cushy, Pepper, Walter, Critchley, Sam's, Das every week. Um, Lawrence is going to be there. Harm is going to be there. So, you know, probably eight of the eleven is fixed, and we know what we get in. Same with Cook. Like Cook's always going to play, and Snater's going to play. So, a lot of it's set. I don't really get the swapping of positions. Maybe we're experimenting um, to try and find that solid order. But it'd be nice to just play a couple with this is the 11, this is the order, and just see how it goes. Especially because we've done the hard work at the moment in that we've got a good start. We shouldn't need to make it hard for ourselves, but if we wanted to, you know, test some consistency, now's a bit to do it. It's not like we're chasing to get through it and we're two and five scrambling to, to pick up points. Yeah. I think that's a fair point. What do we think needs to, just from from a an overall perspective, is there anything that fundamental apart from the order, anything fundamental that needs to change, or we just kind of hope that they settle the order and that they find a a decent rhythm in terms of uh, putting on a score. I think it's having that rhythm, isn't it? Mm. It's kind of being consistent. Not saying win every match, but just having a consistent play, not having that those Hampshire flops, you know, where yeah, I'm worried about this Red Bull game being shoved in the middle of it. Because a lot of players are involved with that, that's you know, it, cha it changes the style of play and everything. So Yeah, it doesn't it it just feels a bit weird. I don't know, I, I don't know why it's I know they've got to squeeze them in, but that's a significant shift, isn't it? When you've had, I don't. I suppose if if the if the if the scheduling hadn't been quite so packed, the T20, it'd perhaps be a little bit more comfortable to slot it in. But where you've literally, you know, got, you know, game one day off, game one day, game next day, and then to go, you know, literally two days later straight into a completely different format. Um, I'm less. I suppose it depends what the priority is. You know, it's always a bit weird this time of year, though, isn't it? Because because there's so many leagues. We've had it before, you know. Red Bull starts, then one day starts. T20 kind of dovetails with the one one day. Then all of a sudden, you've got a random Red Bull to get in between the quarterfinals of the one day cup. Um, this part of the season is just a bit weird, and and with the hundred and players starting to leave 
for that soon. I don't know when they actually get released, um, but it can't August. be long. It's been the next month. You've got to, yeah, you've just got to get it all done. So it is very tight and you do just have to be as adaptable as possible. What's it strange with the whole like Red Bull thing starting it on a Sunday? We got why not Saturday? It does. It doesn't make sense to me. They go, oh, crowds are rubbish. Yeah, because you start on a Sunday, so half the games are midweek when people are working and kids are at school. Oh, yeah, just, I find it weird. That you know, bank holidays rarely ever a game on. It's strange. Was there any justification given for that at all? I assume it's what you know, she's alluding to, the fact that it's, you know, the, the, they need a rest between a T20 match and a Red Bull match. I think the I think the World Test Championship had something to do with it as well, because that's one at the Oval. And then if the Oval's out, Surrey can't play. So if Surrey can't play, that's a fixture missing. So do you have people play around it or where would you fit Surrey's game in? Um, yeah, it's, it's all sort of venue and congestion management, but it, it adds up and it has a knock-on effect. So probably a good point then to to move on and say, you know, what do we think today is, is going to look like? Um, either of you seen a... I haven't seen a, a line-up for today. Uh, pretty certain yeah. it's out. No, that doesn't mean it's not out. That means, I, that means Terry hasn't seen it. <laughs> Uh, so this shows how well prepped we are yeah no that's, well, that's my point it's been, it's been an extremely busy week with, with school i'm not gonna lie so here we go you're gonna get some advice for fans might be worth it uh bring your hat pack your sunscreen um bring a reusable bottle and then remind everyone you can get free water from all the bars and there's covered seating in the tompiest lower and the felton school stand because uh, it's a record high today for June the 11th. Oh, it's going to yes. be hot. And there are lots of people tweeting um, pictures of themselves in sun hats with sun cream, which is quite nice. Okay, no, I have got the Essex. I have got the Essex squad. Look, I've got, I've got it. I've got it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, we've got Wesley, Allison, Ah, Bracewell, Brown, Buttleman, both the cooks, Critchley, Das, Harmer, Cushy, Porter and... Paul Water. Oh, Paul Water did well on Friday, didn't he? I'm actually surprised Water's uh, is in the, the squad. We must be looking to bat quite quite hard. To be fair, a draw is most likely. Um, we love a draw against Somerset. We do. But you'd have thought Snater would be there, but maybe Snater needs a bit of a rest. I would suggest so, given given that he's um, appeared in most most of the games so far, um, um, and he is doing well. So probably better to protect him for the other competition than throw him into the mix here. But I'll be I'll be interested to see how um, Bracewell gets on. So, but that's a that's, that's a solid lineup for today, and they start fairly soon. So. It's quite neat as well, isn't it, that Somerset was last Sunday and it's again today. I like coincidences like that, unless it's not a coincidence. 
it's quite neat. But um, but yeah, do, do do we think it? So choose your 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 suggestion. We're going to go for a draw. I think we'll try and win. I just I think it will be a draw. I think it's going to be pretty flat pitch, very hot and and tiring. Um, so I just see the draw draw happening. We're going to be due a, a massive thunderstorm at some point to cool this all off. So when does that come in? Yeah, <sighs> they put a twelve day thing with those songs. I think um I think we we'll win this. We've got the pitch is going to be it's all it's already dry. It's already dry. It's going to be even drier, drier, dry and hot. So I think um this is when Harmer really comes into it. And it'll critically as well can spin the ball. So yeah, I'm quite confident. Well, I, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty confident that the bowling will be very strong. Um, given the heat from yesterday and how hot it's set to be today, that pitch is going to be baked. Yeah, I was worried we're going to miss uh, Lawrence. That's all. I think Bracewell could have an absolute stormer. Yeah. Yeah, he's the one I've got my eye on. Very, very quick. Get the bouncers in on a hard pitch. I don't think Somerset would like it. No, no. I think it's um, I think it's definitely one to keep an eye on today. I don't know. I mean, you're you're not able to get down there, are you? Because you're today. I'm playing today. Um, probably, hopefully, probably in um after work on Monday, Tuesday. Oh, Monday, sorry, not on Tuesday. Excellent. Are you able, are you able to, to get down for any cheese? Uh, it's going to depend on work, to be honest. Uh, if I can, I'd love to, because cricket in the sunshine, great day out. Uh, but we'll see. OK. Ah, so Essex have won the toss and decided to bat. Sorry, just thought I'd do a little live update there. But that's not live. It's only live for us because we're here. But there you go. Um, so... On Wednesday, um, on Around the Wicket, we had a conversation about um, the youngsters. Um, and Victoria asked whether or not um, we could see um, any place in the red ball cricket for some of the youngsters coming through. Um, what are your thoughts around that? I gave my view on Wednesday, but do we think that there's scope for that? OJ, do you want to go first? I think um, if you look at the sort of the medium future, I think there is. Because uh, you're gonna have Alice Cookson retire one or two years, Nick Brown's probably got one or two years left in him. Um and Wesley's not exactly young. But I, I worry about keeping hold of them until then. Uh, I worry about sort of um you've had lots of players in the past with lots lots of pro uh, lots of promise, you know, like Ben Folks. Um, didn't want to hang around, unright, rightly so. Wanted to crack, crack on with his career, not hang around to wait for Foster to retire. You had back in the olden days, Nick Knight didn't want to hang around waiting for uh, Graham Goose to retire. Um, Toppy didn't want to hang around waiting for our, our then attack bowlers to retire. So I worry that, that we're going to lose. We've already lost Patel, haven't we, to uh, Leicestershire. I, I worry people like Critchley, Das, and Beard um, just going. You know, I'm getting hit, hit and uh, Nijo as well. He's in my mid twenties now. I need to start getting first team cricket and looking in for Division Two clubs, um, just to just just to get first team cricket because you know that you, your dream as um, you know as a 
as the young cricket's coming up, it's not it's not just pan water out on a championship game. It's to actually play in the match. So that's why, that's why I think there's space for them. I just worry how patient they'll be. Not saying they're impatient, just they've got careers to have to think of. Yeah, I think that, that's very fair. I think if you look at hi the history of Essex, we've been very good at promoting from within and having a factory of talent and, and getting people a break. But it is a balance of wanting to play now against, you know, waiting two, three years. Out of the current crop, maybe this is a bit harsh, but I only think Das has got a chance. You know, we saw what he did against Ireland. We've seen, seen what he can show in the, the 2020s. He looks very versatile, very um, skillful. And he seems to be the one that's, at the moment, taking the opportunity when it, it's presented. We've had others. We've had like Ajar and Rimmel come in, do very well, and then sort of not peter out because, you know, they're so young. It's it's unfair to have that ex expectation that they turn up week in, week out. But unless you are Cook and you are international class at 19, it is very hard to play week in, week out and, you know, establish yourself. So you've got to have that balance. That's fair. Well, thank you for your views on, on that. Um, I'm not I'm not going to nail my colours to the mast, but I'm, I'm, I'm inclined to agree that, you know, in terms of progression opportunities, um, there will be windows of opportunity, but it's whether or not, you know, um, the others get scooped up by some, by another club that, that's offering something good and, you know, a, um, a faster opportunity, maybe not the best opportunity, but, you know, um, I guess we'll see how that goes. Um, I think we, we're finishing up today pretty much in a, a, a good position for in for both um, both today's game and um, moving forward in the competition. I think we just um, see how how the how the pitch unfolds. Really, hopefully it performs the way we want it to. Um, but it's been really nice to see you guys. Unless there's anything else that you wanted to raise, I think we've covered most of our items. Are you happy, Owen? Yeah, we'll see you in two weeks for another weird show. We talk about whiteboard and red ball cricket simultaneously. Um, yeah. I was thinking just now, you know, back in the, like, when we were kids, probably to be terrible, less recollection because you didn't get, you got into cricket a bit later in life, but you used to have the county championships and remember Sunday League? And it used to be like, say you're playing Somerset at Chelmsford, on the Sunday was Somerset at Chelmsford in the, in the one day cup. I just, it just seems, why can't they go back to those days where they had things sorted? Like whoever was doing it back then knew what they're doing. And um, yeah, so you still sort the whole travel thing out, sort of that with, you know, swapping and changing formats all the time. Yeah. No, I, I, don't, I don't remember it from a cricket perspective, but I remember it from, because um, I was a bit of a geek. Um, I used to just, you know, the, the sports program, the sports roundups on telly? I used to just sit glued to those. So I, I'm, even though I didn't really understand the game or anything, I, I kind of knew what was going on. Um, Sunday grandstand. Yeah, <laughs> exactly that. Uh, it was all about Transworld Sport on four. Oh, I remember that. Sports I, I, didn't, I didn't understand because you need four channels. I sit there and watch. <laughs> yeah. I had no, no idea about half the stuff on the screen, but it was just riveted. It was all like um, downhill skiing and stuff from America, wasn't it? And... 
just everything. It was, I never got so into the work like windsurfing championships. Because <laughs> <laughs> it literally was, you just had to, well, I'll, I'll just share this really quickly. It was quite funny. Um, I, I went I went to see one of my colleagues um, last week in a lesson. Um, she'd had like back-to-back teaching. So I thought, oh, I'll drop her in a cup of coffee. And she went, oh, man, man, this is a really good opportunity to, to speak to you. She said, my, the, these, these students are trying to explain the concept of streaming to me. Um, that, that they can just watch whatever they want when they want. And they don't understand that when we were, we were kids, you had four channels and you just watched what was on when it was on. And if you didn't get to it in time, you just missed the first bit. Um, yeah, I just thought I'd share that with you because the, the, the children just found that like a, a, a mind boggling concept. But then I, that I reflected on it and I thought, yeah, I, you know, that whole ducking out of work at whatever time to try and get you know, for the match because the match started when the match started. You couldn't have this live pause nonsense or anything like that. But how's well, I, I was thinking about that in uh, the junk I used to watch on television. I remember being at my babysitter's house when I was young, like during the holidays when my parents were working, I got to stumped at this woman's house and she just didn't look, she, I used to watch telly all day. Um, she was there to make sure I didn't injure myself. I remember watching back, I watched a whole documentary on lakes. I was bored out of my mind, but it was the only thing that was on. You had no yeah. choice. It was yeah, just... but now you would never entertain the idea of going, oh yeah, I'll watch a two hour documentary on something I have no interest in. No. No, and I and I, I would, you know, sometimes sit when I was when I was captive audience at my granddad's, you know, again Sunday grandstand, usually Sundays we went to go and see my, my grandparents, and there'd just be golf or some other like horse racing. The horse racing would be on it, and I'd have to just sit. And I didn't have a clue what was going on. I wasn't interested at all, but you had to sit. You know, you, you couldn't get up and walk around the room. You had to, everyone had to be sitting on the sofa or watching the same thing, not talking. Because granddad was watching the telly. <laughs> um, yeah, those were the days. Feel, feel, I feel very happy that we're we're now at a point where we can we can enjoy sports and you know converse about it at our leisure. So. Well, one last thing on the soldier thing. I was, um, you know, covering a really boring lesson the other day. And the kids were just doing this work and they were getting on with it and it was like and i had nothing to do other than because it wasn't hard so there's no need to go around the classroom make sure they're right so i decided to watch the um world test championship on my screen i couldn't watch it because obviously the schools it broadband's not good enough to stream it so i was watching you know the old teletext ball by ball <laughs> so it just i just looked watching a live scorecard and it goes oh they've got a four oh dot ball and just trying to imagine what it was it took me back to when you said it on cfax you know, I'm just trying to imagine what was going on in the game. Honestly, young people these days don't know they're born. Oh, there's a website where it still has the format, I think. No way. So they take right, the, whatever data stream for the cricket or football and they put it into the old fonts and stuff. I, I, I was in a pub and they had it on the, had it, had it on the screen. Okay, so, well, that's yeah, that. Still, that still that sounds fun. That sounds fun. Well, um, great to talk to you guys about um, about uh, Essex today. And I'll look forward to seeing you in two weeks' time. Um, and hopefully um, by then we'll be talking about more wins than losses. And hopefully there'll be, you know, some kind of consistency around our order. Fingers crossed. So until then, it's goodbye from me.
Goodbye from me. And goodbye from me.